Believe it or not, we are sitting in very sacred ground, the site of the first ever foundation, community foundation grant. Yep, I think it was back in 1982 that we made our first grant to the Clemens Center for right around $1,000. Not sure what it was for, but we're glad that the Clemens Center is still here, so yes. <laughs> that $1,000 went far. That was a good investment. It certainly was, <laughs> yes. Since then, we've made so many grants to the Clemens Center. It's a, a common grantee for us, which is a great thing. And today we're going to talk a little bit about our grant making. Yep. So over the years, um, our grant making has changed a lot. Back in 1982, what happened was a group of people got together as a committee and looked at, a, looked at applications and just made those decisions. Mm -hmm. And we gave away around $10,000 in the early days. That grew to $25,000, which was an exciting milestone. But to put that in perspective, now, we're giving away somewhere in the ballpark of $1.5 million a year. Right. That's, that's, a, that's some huge growth. That is huge growth. Yep. Oh, an average grant for us used to be something in maybe the two or $3,000 range. Mm -hmm. Now, our average grants are at least double that, but we've made grants all the way up to a million dollars. Wow. That's really significant. And the Clement Center was actually one That's of our very first, yeah. when we started doing capital grant making, the Clement Center was our first capital grant recipient. So it was $150,000 mm -hmm. for the renovations that happened here. True. It was the Clement Center that got us over the six-figure hurdle. We had never made a six-figure grant until they came in with that request. And on top of a great request, the truth is we used that Clement Center capital request to structure our entire capital funding application process. Well, I'm glad to be following in the footsteps of that legacy and hope that we can continue to work together because it's very important for an organization such as ours to have additional support. We can't pay for everything with ticket sales mm -hmm. and we certainly need a little handout here and there and mm -hmm. to make special things happen like master classes and education uh, programs for folks that might not be able to attend here in, in person. I think one of our very one of our most recent grants That's was to help uh, make sure kids who are from families who may not be able to necessarily afford to um, come to various shows and things at the Clemens Center, we provided scholarships and um, underwriting for those kids to, to come to shows. That's one That's of my correct. favorite um, programs here at the Clemens Center. Helping make sure that we can get people transported here, make sure that they can attend, um, and sometimes even um, offer them a beverage or a snack while yeah. they're here. So yeah. those are all great things. Yeah. I like when our grants go to beverages and snacks. <laughs> I, I do. I, I enjoy a beverage and a Food snack is myself. <laughs> it is important. You know, it'd be fun someday to look at our grant making and see just how much of it goes to food. Yeah. <laughs> Across a, the board. That's a really good point. Maybe because a, there are a lot of requests that have that food line in it. And mm -hmm. sometimes you think that food paying for food isn't really a necessary thing it's more of a like to have instead of need to have but for a lot of these programs and a lot of the 
you know, clients or consumers that are served by the programs that we fund in the community, food is a really important part of the mm -hmm. experience. It definitely drives uh, attendance at mm -hmm. things. Yep. It's funny, I think, to sit back and think about our grant making uh, on a larger scale. It's easy to get focused in, you know, on these one at a time. We make 500 grants a year, mm -hmm. and each one receives a lot of attention from us. Right. But the community as a whole, they really absorb the impact of our grant making um, a little more holistically. Right. And a lot of times when somebody asks me, you know, what do you fund? That's hard um, to answer. That's really hard to answer because we really take an interest in funding everything in the community. We're not just funders of youth programs or funders of animals in the environment. We really see the community as a whole. And to live in a healthy, happy, vibrant community, you have to have, you know, a beautiful river. You have mm -hmm. to have a thriving arts community. Yeah. You have to have safe and healthy schools. So being a part of this process and, and seeing the kind of work we do in the community is really a rewarding thing. So Karen, can you give us a sneak peek? What are some ideas you might be coming in um, future grants into our cycles? Well, with a building like this, you can imagine the kinds of capital needs we might have or equipment failures and a little help with something that's suddenly out of commission that we, we can't use anymore might you know really put us out of business. Mm -hmm. So those are things that we look at. We'll look at special programming, maybe there's an artist whose fees a little bit more than we might be able to bite off on our own. So helping to get those special artists in here um, and dazzle the community a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and then mm -hmm. looking at special activities that we might be able to do just to stretch out beyond our walls because sometimes people can't come to us. Right. So if we can go out to them in a special way, that's really, really something special that we can do for the community. And maybe a little birdie has told me that you're working on something pretty neat for the fall, something maybe we haven't seen on this stage before. There's something really big that I'm cooking up. So yeah, it's really <laughs> fun at this time of year. I'm putting the schedule together for the 2016-17 season, and there are going to be a lot of surprises. So, Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> so thank you for that. Yeah. Sarah, I can't help but think that the way we make grants now is so different than the way it was done in 1982. Do you want to talk a little bit about how we make grants? Sure. So you had alluded earlier that, you know, there was just a few people early on who made all of the grant decisions. And that was, so the first year was like 1000 or $5,000 a year. Mm -hmm. And now we've grown to $1.5 million yeah. in total. <laughs> so that small group has then transitioned into four different really panels of community members, some board members, people that we find in the community who are really interested in um, helping it, with the review process. They are able to read all the grant requests that come in. They read them at home, sometimes in their PJs. They can read them all online. Um, I think you send them chocolate. I do. Yeah. I still send them chocolate to kind of sweeten the deal a little bit. So there's an incentive. Um, and then after a couple of weeks of reading, doing some homework at home, they come into the Community Foundation office and meet with the other panelists. Usually there are about five to six people all together for each panel. And then we go through each grant application in more depth and really have a conversation about, you know, what is the program? How much are they asking? What's the impact gonna be on the community? Is this something that the community needs? All of those sorts of questions and discussion happen around the table. Once they've decided, you know, what should be funded and what shouldn't be, all of those recommendations go to our board of directors mm -hmm. for sort of the final approval. 
Um, and at the end, we have a lovely grand award ceremony where we physically hand out the checks and um, sort of do a big celebration for each, each grant recipient. So it's a lot of fun. That is absolutely one of my favorite yeah, days of the too. year. We saw you at mm -hmm. our most recent grant award ceremony. Right. And that is the day that we get to feel just truly like Santa Claus. Yep, yep. And we really try to. So it was a huge step for us a couple of years ago to have our grantees submit applications online mm -hmm. because for years and years they would send us five copies yes. of their completed grant application and we were killing a lot of trees. Um, so we made the decision to mm -hmm. go online but we still wanted to keep the personal touch that you don't necessarily get when you're doing everything online or you know, if a computer is spitting out the answers or spitting out no, some formula that. or something. So that's why we have our panelists come in for a face-to-face -face. and quite often, the decisions that you make at home, reading things on the computer, change once you're among your peers and really thinking and talking about the community that you live in and what will be impactful. So I really, I love our process. And we end up with about 50 people mm -hmm. from the community involved as we review grants. Yep. And something that I know that I used to say to them all the time um, when I was a little more involved day-to-day -day with the grant making would be we are not bargain hunting. No. We're looking for the very best ideas. Yep. We're not looking for something that's simply inexpensive. Because what we understand is something like this, something this beautiful, it might not be inexpensive, but that doesn't mean it's not really important. Mm -hmm. So, it's the nice thing about going to a local foundation for an ask is that you have that reputation, um, you have that connection with people. You can easily contact you and get information. Sometimes you get stuck on a question, and you can interpret it several different ways. We might go mm -hmm. in the office and look at the question and go, "What does that mean to you? Well, what this means this, this means that. I don't know." Right. So it's easy to reach out and get things clarified, and, and really make sure that we're on track as we're putting our, our ask together. Right. That we're not like <laughs> off on a tangent <laughs> to, and, and going in the wrong direction. So it, right. it's really helpful to be able to reach out and, and get that feedback and know that we're we're in the we're on the right groove and, and we're, we're going to be successful then maybe in our ask. Yeah. Well, we love those phone calls. So please <laughs> keep, keep them coming. Okay. <laughs> Talking to you all about your grant request is probably one of our favorite things I to do. I love it. Yeah. And quite often I'll have, you know, folks from organizations say, I'm so sorry I'm calling you again. I know. But really, <laughs> right. that's our job and that's, that's what we love to do. Thank you so much, Karen, for being here for our conversation about grant making. It's been lovely to be in your space. Oh, sure. Thanks for being here. We really like to showcase the lovely uh, space here. Very few people have seen it from this side. I so know. It's, it's, a, it's a nice thing Feeling to very do. special. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything can, coming up at the Clement Center you'd like to tell people about? Oh, there are things going on all the time. So you have to keep checking our website, which is clementcenter.com. Annie is the very next Broadway show. Then we follow that with the 20th anniversary tour of Riverdance. Blue Man Group is coming. Garrison Keillor and Kathy Griffin. So lots and lots nice. of things in store. I think our next stop should be the uh, box office. I think so. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> well, thank you very much. And we have some news uh, here at the Community Foundation. We're definitely in the season of our Failure Summit. Do you want to talk about that for a yeah. second? Yeah, so this is our fourth annual Failure Summit, which will be held on April 6th from 4 to 8 at the Radisson Hotel in Corning. It's a free event. We have five speakers, five very brave speakers yes. who will... Um, be on deck to present their professional failure 
And the really fun thing um, is at the end, all of the folks in attendance will be able to vote for the biggest failure and the winner will be able to donate a $1,000 grant to their favorite charity. So there's snacks and food. Yes, we, we love food. food. Yes, we talked about food. <laughs> so, well, thank you very much yeah. for reminding the community about that great annual event. And yeah, I know you fun. work hard on it. Yeah. So thanks everyone for tuning in to our first ever Good Works podcast. We look forward to talking about something next month uh, from the Community Foundation. Thank you.